Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Da Chicago 60 Podcast. I am one of your illustrious hosts. I am Justin J. War, and of course, sitting beside me is our illustrious other host. I am Norman. Norman. Storman Norman is oh, here. Yeah. That's right. And uh, this week, Manny Fresh is not with us, so he's doing uh, apparently more important things. To Manny. Than to, to Manny. To Manny. If you're not drinking, you're doing something wrong, folks, okay? But despite Manny being here, Norm and I have been able to figure out everything on our own. So. We did it. Yeah! So, there, therefore, we're able to bring you amazing news and all kinds of goodness and things that are happening today. High-quality H2O That's right, right. here. Coming high, straight to you. High-quality H2O uh-huh. just going on. And, uh, Norm, with that, uh, I think it's time for... The podcast. Okay, folks, we got so much good news going on this week from last week in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things to discuss. Can can we say one thing before we start? Absolutely. And I feel like most people already know we're going to talk about it. Mm. But what the fuck happened yesterday? I need, <laughs> to, I need to ask God. Yeah. I need to ask the skies. I need to ask global warming. I need to ask the weather. What the fuck was going on that we needed to have snow? On the last week of April. <laughs> yes, this seems to be a conundrum in Chicago. It uh, it appears we don't know what weather we want. I know what I want. Maybe we should get a consensus group together. We should make a report. Send it up to the spirits in the sky. We can uh, maybe elicit the help of the guy who wrote the song, Spirit in the Sky. <laughs> Yeah, we can definitely poll everyone and ask them, hey, are you dealing with... Do you want to just do one good year of winter so then that way next year there is no winter at all? I would be fine with turning into... I mean, I like seasons, but you know, some more California weather would be nice nice. in these parts. But yes, for those of you who didn't see, I did a video yesterday. Norm, did you see the video that I I did? I did. I watched the video. Oh my goodness. It was a bunch of stupidness. But I went outside onto my balcony and there was snow everywhere! And I don't know what we did to Mother Nature, but she really is really pissed off with us. This Very is a, this pissed. is now a, a cruel joke that is being played anymore. on the people of Chicago. Let's just hope that this does not continue on into April, or I mean into May, because May is my birthday month. So if you all want to send some nice messages, May 16th, you can send me some messages. That'd be fantastic. Like, happy birthday? Make... <laughs> Send me some some fake birthday messages yeah, yeah, so I yeah, feel yeah. like I'm important. Send me a birthday. Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> yes, <laughs> bunch of bunch of people I don't know are just like happy, happy birthday. birthday. It's like I'm a relevant individual in the world. Yay! Happy birthday! It's <laughs> my Mickey Mouse. All right, but seriously, I don't know of a phrase where it says April snowstorms bring May. So for those of you who are watching, please. Fill in that phrase for us. April snowstorms bring May, and then put in a word to keep it somewhat PG-ish rated. Okay. We if you do R, we'll still have it on the thing. We won't take it off because we we will. love those types of posts. Yes, we do. I'm just kidding. Make it as R as you want it. Just, okay, don't go that. All far. right, maybe not that far. Okay. <laughs> be reasonable. That's what yeah, I that's would good. say. I like that. Yeah, be reasonable, be reasonable. with your posts. But we will make another post. We'll post it uh, after the podcast as well, but let us know what you think of that. So thank you for bringing it up, Norm. Uh, I think that was uh, extremely relevant to discuss. But now on to the news. Uh, news. It's time for Da News. Okay, 
Time for some new news that happens. No follow-up stories from last week as of yet, but we do have some new things. First thing that we really, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to discuss last week, but this is a very, very cool story, very interesting story, and it happens to concern Chicago's graffiti. The graffiti in the city of Chicago. Do you like that? Yeah, like the, no. the, the diction. Yeah, the, it's right to the diction. <laughs> the alliteration. The alliteration, yes. Yes, that's what it is. yes. 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 Good old British the, English the there for you. Yes, it. yes. Mm, quite, quite. The diction in it. Yes, the okay. diction. <laughs> the diction. Yeah, see, we love R-rated stuff. Yeah, well, All right, moving right along. <laughs> so uh, so what ended up happening... So there's a lot of... Uh, I'm sure anybody who walks around the city of Chicago can see plenty of graffiti uh, on... Train cars on uh, oh, under underpasses. A, a mailbox the other day. A mailbox. Like, someone just did it on a mailbox real quick. With, yeah, uh, okay. real quick ones. All right. So it's it's all over the city. But what you may not know is that a lot of those murals and graffiti, artistic por- portraits, pieces of art, pieces <laughs> of art, are being protected now by the city of Chicago. So there's actually now a public mural registry that Ooh. is part of uh, Cook County, and it provides a database where people can go find murals by particular artists that they may enjoy. Most graffiti artists do label, just like a good artist would, what their work is. And there's a lot of really amazing pieces all around the city. Uh, so, so now you can just log on and find where they are and go take a snapshot photo, if you will, uh, of what's going on, but here's uh, but but Norm, you were reading into this story as well. There is a problem that is yeah. going on. Yeah, right? so a lot of a lot of these uh, these pieces are being commissioned by uh, the the local businesses or the the areas. They're paying money to make this work and to have these artists, these you know city known artists, put up these beautiful works of art, and then. People are calling 311 and calling the city and going, hey, there's graffiti on the walls. You should take it down. And there are people just kind of coming up and painting over them. The city actually painted over a few pieces of art that they paid for. So in the end, they paid to cover it up. (laughs) They paid to paint a wall white. Mm -hmm. So they had to make this directory because, you know, there's a bunch of people who have no fucking clue and who just see... You know, all this work as, you know, uh, graffiti versus it being wall art, street art, whatever you want to call it. And so at least they had to make something to say, hey, by the way, we have to have an Excel spreadsheet to keep this shit straight because we don't know. Right. (laughs) Like we can't tell the difference. That's right. So That's right. They're paying to have it covered up just like Trump paid Stormy Daniels to cover up that situation. But then it came out just like eating a bad bowl of chili. So there you go. That's where what's going on there. If they had just put their piece of art into the public mural registry, that would not happen. But apparently that's happening anyway. So it's a conundrum. Yeah. So. But it doesn't cost anything for these artists to put their art into the public mural registry, uh, the PMR, if you will. One step above PMS. What? Because R comes before S. In oh, the alphabet. okay. Come on, man. Pay okay, attention. I was thinking of the fact that like a woman's body <laughs> and then a wall art, <laughs> a piece of wall art. Still, women can't get to be number one. 
That's like right. still they can't. No matter what they do, yeah, they they can't even beat a wall. I'm gonna put PMS above that. Let's <laughs> just go ahead and bump I was it up. Just one. trying to make a really I bad have... joke. But now we've now we've really dissected <laughs> it, really, and I really regret really having said that it. Up. I really regret having said really it. Really read deeply into oh, that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Currently, there are 150 murals in the PMR, and uh, it doesn't cost anything to register. But once it's approved. Each piece will get an ID number and a city emblem. And they awesome. get a city. Wow. That's, I mean, that's an achievement when you get a city emblem. Well, I mean, like, hey, I made it, guys. I got a city emblem. <laughs> the saddest part about it is it's there so that we know. Like, don't yeah. whitewash this. Yeah. Don't cover this up, please. <laughs> but artists are having an issue with it as well because they're going, well, I mean, it's art. We don't really want to have to. It's for the, it's for the neighborhood. Yeah. And it's for the time that it's in. So we don't. You know, if it gets drawn over whatever, a lot of a lot of artists will draw over their own work yeah. after a while anyway. Yeah. They'll make a completely different creation, but if it's in the PMR, then it's kind of protected and you can't really do anything over it. But some, uh, I remember reading in the article from the Chicago Tribune by a paper, folks, is that some of the artists are saying, well, I mean, these things are probably going to be relevant 20 years from now anyway, so what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, let it, let free expression exist there's no reason to do it, even though it doesn't cost anything. So, but what they're finding is that their works are getting uh, 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 either um, drawn over, it's not really a thing, graffitied over, or just taken down in general before they even allowed those those pieces of art are allowed to give a full breadth of what they were intended to be for. And really, so, it's it's the city getting the, the, the shit end of the deal because they're paying for some of these murals. The city's actually paying for it, and then they're paying to have it taken down. So the artist keeps the money. <laughs> the city is the one who's like, oh, shit, we should probably register our stuff now because if we're going to spend money. But, I mean, in Chicago, we kind of just like, oh, well, fuck that dime. Yeah, like, that's exactly. Drop in the cup of whiskey. You know? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, so there you go. Uh, there's one really, really cool project uh, that is near and dear to where I live currently. It's called Project Logan, and I didn't even know. I have been walking by this. Uh, I haven't even noticed, so I will start noticing now. I'll tell you that. But it's called Project Logan. It is a rotation-based curated art wall in Logan Square near near Milwaukee and Fullerton. So that's a really populous area. That's near um, – that's that corner by like, the Furious Spoon and where all some a lot of my favorite bars are, like the Whistler – and the Native, which is an amazing bar, uh, uh, it's near Revolution and the oh the, that German place, the Radler. So it's right near all the uh, Coles. It's right near that strip, uh, right over there. I didn't even notice, and I've been there so many times. It's I believe there's like uh, some areas over there, and there's an underpass where all the I don't even know. But apparently, it's been run by this guy Flash ABC, and we would love to have Flash ABC on the podcast at some point to talk to him about Project Logan because I would love to find out how it got started and everything. There wasn't a whole lot of information about that, but would love to talk with him more and learn about a lot of, I'm sure he's connected to a bunch of other artists and things like that that we'd love to talk to as well and learn about what, what cool art is going on. Because, you, I mean, you know, some people legitimately follow. There was a phenomenon with one graffiti artist, I forget what his name was, but people would literally travel around the country because he would just do random pieces of art all in like random places. And it was a big deal. And people would literally go and follow him around for all of his different art, and he was huge. So you don't mean Banksy, do you? 
Maybe it was. It probably was. It's probably Banksy. <laughs> More than likely. Thank you for Banksy. filling in yeah, the gaps of my knowledge. No, that's all right. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, well, one thing I would like to see in Logan Square, and I think it would be really cool, and this is just going off the top of my head, but what we need is it's, a, it's an entire Logan Square mural, because this is what I was hoping that magically this would happen. It's an entire Logan Square mural where when you're on the train, everything is graffitied, everything is painted, so when you're on the train and you're passing by the buildings, it's the entire scene from Logan when he's running through the woods and just killing people left and right. <laughs> and as you're going to your destination, you're just watching him just murk people upside down, like just murdering people and growling everywhere. And then if you're going the opposite way, it goes in reverse. It'd wow. be the coolest thing ever, right? That would be quite interesting. I mean, it would muddle Logan Square, but I mean, everyone would everyone would go there just to watch it. Just yeah. to... Yeah, I would, you just walk and it's scene, scene, scene. It's like when you have those little flippy books. Exactly. Notepads like... <laughs> exactly, but you would have to tell your kids to turn away. That's right. Avert your eyes. Because it would be bloody and gory. It would have the rated R symbol on a city emblem with R or X. It'd be great. For violence. I mean, people who live there would hate it, but I'd find it hilarious. Violence is hilarious, folks. You heard it here on the podcast from Norm. We're not promoting that at all. <laughs> we do not promote violence in any way or form, just in movies. In so, <laughs> just in love. Just in movies, where it's fake and not real. Um, okay, well, moving right along in Otter News, something very interesting. Uh, this isn't entirely a follow-up story. It's a little bit new, but it, it, it continues on from some things we were talking about last week. So the Department of Agriculture in Illinois is going to receive $8 million in their budget for regulating <laughs> recreational marijuana. That's right. That's right. Their entire budget is going to be $117 million, eight of which is going to be from recreational marijuana. That's not a small chunk of the budget. No. Not at all. That's that's a decent portion of the budget. Eight million dollars of one hundred and seventeen million dollars. That's that's almost one twelve. It's that's close. a lot of money on marijuana. Imagine yeah. how much marijuana you can get for eight million dollars. Yeah. That's a lot. A baggie. Yeah. Yeah, baggie. <laughs> One big bushel of marijuana. One nice, decent, like, quart size. I think you know I don't uh... smoke weed because I don't know any of those denominations. Well, I call it a baggie. So. Yeah, that's nice. All right. Hey, for anybody who smokes marijuana, please inform us of the correct sizes, but don't use your actual profile. Yeah. So it's and not legal much, yet. Tell us how much you can get for $8 million. <laughs> yeah, that is would it be a baggie phenomenal. or a larger baggie? It's all of a sudden the DEA know. shows up during one of our podcasts. You guys have been talking about <laughs> denominations of marijuana. We're not we're not trying to sell anything, man. It's legal in the state almost. <laughs> how much can we get for $8 million? That's right. That's right. But this is, a, this is not a, a thing to just brush over. This is a yeah. this is a very significant thing. This means that marijuana may legitimately be legalized in this state very soon. Here is the caveat. Yes. The smoking age is going up to 21. Yes. So what the hell does that mean for teenagers? Oh, it means still great things. But you can't smoke weed until you're 21. You don't need to smoke weed. Really? You don't have to smoke anymore. 
CBD products, uh, just oh, weed vaping, products in general. Vaping, oh, right. well, no, because uh, vaping is up to 21 as well. Oh, is it? Okay, cool. So, I mean, with edibles and all these other items, I'm wondering how they're going to uh, separate the difference between um, smoking and, and, and eating a product that also gives you the same potential effects. Mm, true. Because it's not the same thing anymore. True. Uh, the smoking mainly, they brought it up to 21 is because it was harming, it's harming the individual's lungs and things like that. But if you're eating a product that, that gives you that same uh, feeling physically, mentally, you know, everything like that, they may not be able to do anything about that. True. True. So, I see. Well, let me ask you. Let me, do you think they've specified in the legislation of what smoking constitutes? Do oh, you think, hell no. Do you think that what if you're found smoking out of an apple and or a homemade bong, which I have never done, but I've heard that these things occur. So I don't. I don't know if that's gotten that granular. So technically, if you're smoking an apple, I don't. Could you get in trouble for that? Well, because you're Cause eating you're a technically, fruit. Technically, <laughs> right? Yeah, right, right. So then it'd just become an edible at that point, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would just be an edible. It'd just be an edible. Like officer, no, this is a, <laughs> this this is an, an edible, edible product. See, I'm, but mm. I see smoke coming out of it. No, yeah, you don't. No, no you the, don't. This is a hot apple. It's a hot <laughs> apple. It's a hot <laughs> apple. It's like hot chicken. You know, it's, it's a hot apple. Oh, oh, fantastic. No, but uh, I think I doubt that they've they've made that uh, connection. I doubt they've they've even thought about that yet. But. I mean, also, what's with the trope of smoking out of apples? I get that, you know, an apple is a, you know, easily accessible fruit, probably because the core is kind of hard that you can actually hollow right. it out and Correct. use it. But, I mean, why just an apple? There's so many other fruits that you can probably smoke out of. Sure. Try a pear. Pears would work. A uh, pear, I don't think a pear would work. Yeah, sure it would. I mean, you got to get a really good firm pear. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of soft. firm pears. You think there aren't any firm pairs? I haven't gotten a firm pair in years. So sexist of you. I am such a feminist. I am definitely like I haven't (laughs) seen it. I haven't found a decent pair in a long time. Yeah, just they're just not walking around any day. No, no, Mm. not anymore. Nope. But there's hard apples everywhere. That's right. Plenty of apples. (laughs) There's plenty of hard apples. Not many pears. Yeah, no. Sad. All right, (laughs) moving right along in utter news. So the Illinois legislature is looking into water rates. Water! Water! Get your H2O! We got your water! Come on, everybody, it's Chicago! We got Lake Michigan water for sale! Lake Michigan water for sale! That's what you would normally hear uh, during a Cubs game. So... They throw water at a Cubs game? <laughs> they just like screaming, water! Water! Get your water here! H2O! Water for the Cubs! Hey, the Cubbies! Get your water! Um, no, <laughs> it's not entirely happening, but there are some legitimate issues with the actual water rates yeah. in the city of Chicago. Mainly what they found is they're trying, well, they're, they're looking into it there because they want to make the water rates more affordable to lower income areas, particularly in the South and West sides. Cause <laughs> shocker people in the lower income areas of the city are paying more for water than people on uh, the north side and in wealthier districts, which seems to be odd. Hmm. Well, I don't well, understand. Why? And it's usually it, not it, as good a water. So no, that's seems, what I'm saying. How you, it seems to be a conundrum. How do you force people to pay more for shittier water? Right. Which is the word of the day, conundrum. I just made that up, but I've used it about four times now, so I feel like that's the well, word of the day. Well, you made the word or the word of the day. Mm-hmm. A word of 
word of this podcast oh, okay, is good. what it is. Okay. So, so like conundrum's not yours. Don't use that white privilege. Yeah, it's <laughs> not my. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not my word. Okay, moving uh, moving along here. So, so the Tribune did a report and some stories in 2017 called the Water Drain. It's the, not the Water Train, the Water Drain. And they were doing specific stories of low-income families and the mm-hmm. issues that they were having with their water situation. What they found was that African-American uh, uh, areas, which are a majority of the areas that are suffering from this situation, African-American and Hispanic, but mostly African-American, uh, they're paying 20% more than majority white areas. So that's African majority African American areas are paying about twenty percent more for their water than white, predominantly white areas of the neighborhood, which is interesting, because it's basically just a north versus west and south thing. If you can't go east, that's into the lake where the water is. <laughs> no, yeah, the water so it's the west and the south versus the north at this point, and uh, it seems like a very interesting addition of Game of Thrones. We're coming to the north. Oh, the White Walkers are coming. And the West and the, and the South are like, the South is Cersei, and she's like, fuck you. And the West is a bunch of everybody else. And they're like, whatever, man. Where are the dragons? <laughs> the dragons are somewhere. Okay. They're flying around. Those, <laughs> like, those, are, the, yeah, yeah. those are the watchdogs. <laughs> man, you, you, you should review all <laughs> just, Game of Thrones just I like that. Just give that. a recap. I nailed that <laughs> just like, Give a recap of all Game of Thrones. Yeah. It'd be beautiful. So there's new legislation that's going in, and it's passed the Senate. It's now being reviewed by the House Public Utilities Committee, Mm -hmm. and the report will be complete in December of 2020. It will include reason... They're going to... Okay, this is actually... I found this actually kind of funny, but they're going to look into, what are the reasons why this is happening? Oh, golly gee! And they're going to look into things like Lake Michigan rates, the definition of affordability... (laughs) <laughs> the challenges of economically disenfranchised communities and what they face, and opportunities for intergovernmental coordination. I can't wait to see what they come up with as the definition of affordability, though. <laughs> that looks exciting. So they're going to make a ton of paperwork on why everyone else is paying more for water than mm-hmm. the North side? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Doesn't mean that they're going to change anything. No, no, no. It just means they're going to look into it. They're just going to work really hard. That's right. Maybe work hard. Correct. It's political jargon for we're going to pretend like we care, but we may not really do anything. We're going to make a bunch of paperwork. (laughs) Because it means that we can blame it on the other side for why you should vote for us. That's that's Chicago, folks. So what you're saying is <laughs> we need to just get our own water. That's right. That's right. We're going back to the old days where you get your own private well in the backyard. There's just... an entire lake. I found can... some groundwater. Build the well. I'm gonna start bringing buckets to the lake and just carry them back <laughs> home. <laughs> what are you doing? This is free water. This is God's planet. This is my am, water. I am a child of God, so this is now my water. I'm not You're paying to... for this shit. <laughs> you gotta filtrate it. Oh, I know, sir. I will boil this water. I will boil it until it's clean. I'm watching all these people <laughs> splash in it, so... Yes. So that means you should definitely clean it. Let <laughs> the people splashing in it. So anyway, one of the main areas that are affected is Harvey, Illinois. Good old Harvey. He's a good guy. But Harvey, Illinois is one of the areas that is having a major issue, and the new mayor of Harvey of Illinois has been trying to lead the charge for this new legislation because Harvey's situation is so bad. It's so bad. They have such, they have really what they're asking for is, can you please just invest in, you know, like the crumbling infrastructure for the water, you know, where the, where, where, you know, like the pipes 
and stuff where the water is. Can we fix those, please? Can we fix the, can we pipes? Fix the pipes, please? Because that's where a lot of the problems with the water are coming from. And that's why the rates are probably higher because it probably takes a lot more money to pump the water through rusty and bad piping yeah. that needs to be corrected. So if you put in new stuff, typically there's a higher upfront cost when you invest in those types of projects. But on the flip side, there's a lower um, maintenance cost because it's newer equipment. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to break down and or be rusting as quickly. So there's just a lower rate for needing to maintain such stuff. I mean, in 20 years time, yeah, then the rates will start to go back up. But, you know, make the investment now. Instead of, you know, like the Lincoln Yards project or, you know, stuff going on around Wrigley Field and things. Maybe You're talking too much logic. You need oh, to shut sorry. the fuck up. I apologize. <laughs> you need to stop. Sorry. I and re-realize, yeah. you know, you think you know, oh, but you gosh. have no you, fucking idea. You are so right. <laughs> you are so right. I just forgot this is Chicago and we're not supposed to make sense here. Paperwork. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's pretty much yeah, I mean, what's yeah. going on. But I, I mean, yeah. I hope I hope they really define affordability correctly. Because I would use that definition everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> like, just have a copy of, like, so this is what the city defines affordability as. So I'm following these rules. That's right. No, no matter where you go in the world, <laughs> and they start talking about affordability, you're in front of Congress at the U.S. US Congress, and they go, well, sir, affordability is this. You go, no, no, sir. According to the city of Chicago, affordability is this. Well, I don't believe that federal law trumps city law and state law. And you're like, no, no, weird, weird guy yeah. in Congress. That is, that is who that sounds is like he has a frog thing. in his throat. I don't, you should probably get that checked out, but you are incorrect, sir. I am a Chicagoan, and Chicagoans only follow what the city of Chicago <laughs> says. Otherwise, we may no longer exist. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think you think too high of me. I will be doing that in front of an automated McDonald's uh, order menu <laughs> and be like, well, my city says affordability uh, counts as uh, here. So look at that. I want $2 fries. That's right. Uh, not three. Thank you. That's right. The city of Chicago, where I'm from, McDonald's in Kansas, says that I get by McDonald's for free. Slap that shit on the table. That's right. Yeah, look at that. How you going? What are you going to do about that? I'm not going to give you my McDonald's? Okay, I'll go to another one then. And take my slip <laughs> and leave. Right, that's right. Okay, moving right along in utter news. So the Navy Pier flyover is almost done. Small hooray. So the there's been a large project ongoing for this flyover over Navy Pier, and it is going to be a 1,700-foot-long, 60-foot-wide flyover starting on the south of the river, passing over Grand Anne, Illinois, and ending near the Ohio Street Beach. What? Yes. Shouldn't I have been a sports announcer? Or no, play yeah, by play? Clearly, that was, folks. That was golden. Right. Okay. But yeah, that's where the, that's what the flyover is. It's already been in construction. It's going on for quite a while. The reason why I bring it up now is because it is almost over and because they are on the section building the actual overpass between Grand and Illinois. Mm -hmm. So that means delays. Delays. That means if you're driving, there will be delays. 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 D-lays. Yes. Now, we want to help you... You picked that up what I was throwing down. I like that. 
Um, so it's supposed to be done by the end of 2019. So perfect, right when they're going to need to fix it again yeah, because of all of the weather. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. <laughs> it's perfect timing. Perfect timing. Don't fix it in the summer where people can actually use it. Fix it in the winter where it's going to snow and there's going to be cracks and we're going to need to repair it all with no money that we have. Chicago. That's right. Oh, makes sense. But there will be D. Lakes. On Lower Lakeshore Drive and the Lakefront Trail beginning April 30th, which is in two days. Jeez. Two days. Two days, there will be D. Lays. So you should really look out for that if you decide to uh, travel on Lower Lakeshore Drive. If you drive over there, uh, be expecting some D. Lays. On April 30th. So that is a thing that you should look out for. Now, the cost of this project is $64 million. Where do we get all these millions to know. use from? Because, I don't know. <laughs> okay, continue. I'm sorry. Yep, yep, yep. I know. 100,000 people use the path on a semi-regular basis. So, you know, it's important because it's yeah, semi-regular. Semi. And it's particularly used in the summer. So, again, in the winter when it's done, no, fuck it's that. Be great. Yeah, no, nothing. That's right. This would, uh, this is going to, what they claim, it will alleviate congestion. In the area, because apparently that's a problem now, which mm-hmm. I didn't know because I'm not always over there. So if you're over by that area, can you please let us know yeah. if there's congestion issues? Mm-hmm. Is this $64 million going to the right thing, or should we give it to Harvey so they can fix their broken pipes? And I'm not talking about their choirs. I don't know anything about that. I apologize, yeah. people of Harvey. I am sure you yeah. sing beautifully. How do you assume that their choirs are I don't know. Was, I just felt like I needed to make a joke there. However, you can, if you can donate to Harvey's choirs, I mean, that's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Norm, this is the largest federally funded flyover. Ooh, say that three times fast. Federally funded flyover. 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 Stop showing off. <laughs> it's the three-fifths. It's the three-fifths. It's the three-fifths. Not the bank. So, um, yeah, this is an interesting... <laughs> that made me laugh a little bit. I was going to ask, is it a compromise? <laughs> yeah! Whoa! Oh! That's a knee slapper! All righty then. So, that is a thing to be paying attention for. Again, on April 30th, you can expect D... Place. When you're trying to travel. So, but I mean, it'll all be worth it because in the winter you can go outside in your shorts and enjoy. Oh, wait, you can't because it'll be the winter <laughs> and you'll be freezing your balls off and or female extremities if you're a female. Okay, moving right along in, in Uh Norm, there's a problem with state troopers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You want to know what the problem is, though? No! Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough of them. No! <laughs> Get the super troopers back! Get the no. super troopers! Ah, the super troopers! No, it is legitimately a problem that they're finding that there aren't enough uh, troopers uh, to police the highways of our great state. And so now they're looking into what is the problem. What they found is that the force is down 20% over the last two decades. Three troopers have lost their lives within the last few months of this year uh, from people who were running them over. Yep. I know it's not really something mm-hmm. to laugh at, but that is an actual thing. Going back to our original podcast uh, about, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, Chicago, we're just running over officers. Mm-hmm. Hitting squad cars, Lots not paying for roads. 
Yeah. Transportation's a bitch in yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, anybody, I mean, it could, geez, I've driven to Madison, Wisconsin faster than getting into the city downtown sometimes. I mean, that's, <laughs> and that's ridiculous. That's really that is very sad. It's very sad. Particularly in one, in one case, uh, I was working on Lincoln near Belmont. And it took me, and I was coming in from the suburbs, it took me literally two and a half to three hours. And then by that time, I called my boss and he said, well, why don't you just go home then? I went, son of a bitch. <laughs> it took me another hour and a half to get home after that. Horrific. I spent four and a half hours on the road. I got no work done that day. I just watched, I just watched TV at that point. I was like, forget it. I'm done. But this is a big problem. There have been numerous spending cuts. There have been many retirements. And there have been increased duties for the state troopers. A lot of state troopers were uh, being, or they were joining the force, if you will, in like the 70s and the 80s. So a lot of those gents are now in retirement age and they're like, give me my pension that the state can't afford. And uh, they're leaving the force and not a lot of new recruits are coming to the forefront because, you know, people are hitting them on the highways and they have increased duties. And so, oh, I'm popular. I've got lots of messages coming. I wasn't expecting those. those no, or, or God really agrees with everything you're I'm right. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Little like, angels are ringing bells. Bang. Ding, you're right, Justin. Ding, you're right, Justin. Man, God so, wastes time with that one. <laughs> I know, seriously. I don't know why he's paying attention to this podcast, but Thanks, God, God bless the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, Jesus. And uh, J.B. Pritzker is deciding to add $7 million to the budget for this coming year to entice more people to join. You know what they're going to do? Flashy marketing videos. Oh, well, hot yeah. damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, the Army and the Navy. I mean, the 70s and 80s had the Blues Brothers, right? That's right. not really got people into cops, I think, because mm-hmm. uh, of all the cop car crashes and some right. of the cool cop things. Right. And then, you know, super... Troop that has nothing to do with cops. Um, you know, cop movies. Like there should be more cop. cop no, okay. You know what? I take the back. Cop movie. We don't need more cop movies. Yeah, we need more super trooper we movies. Need, oh, super we need more super trooper movies. So that I people can't. who join the troopers think that they're gonna smoke weed, drink all the time, and get into all kinds of crazy shenanigans. I can't imagine a a, a version because you know the 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 army, navy, air force. Like they're like, oh. Do these awesome things. See people jumping out of windows of helicopters. You know, you're fighting for your country. Believe in a team that's always for you. You know, you and your friends and your family and your wolf pack. You know, to the day you die, Army, Navy, you know, Air Force, uh, to the day I die, hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. And you're like, you, you, you're sitting to watch, you know, uh, fucking Princess Sparkle Time uh, in a movie theater. And you're just like, okay, yeah, sure. This is, uh, make me want to sign up. How are they going to do that with Chicago cops? <laughs> yeah. Be brothers till the till the till you get run over by a car and 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 you know and also you're not only gonna stop people but now you have to do massive loads of paperwork when you get back and that's gonna be fun you guys can bond over over the paperwork and shitting on your boss who's not there because he just retired yesterday yeah Illinois State Troopers sup sign up like <laughs> or hey don't turn off this cam this cam must stay on at all times remember this camera this is your friend oh god don't fuck with this camera oh darn it I, I spilled mustard on my on my on my chest cam oh oh, god. oh shoot oh pummel, pummel, pummel. no <laughs> <laughs> we do not suggest that state troopers beat people up no for no reason they don't even have jurisdiction to do that's so that's correct so, That's right. Yeah. But it is still a problem because they are seeing an increase in issues yeah. on the highways. The right, uh, so, so 2018, the total trooper count was is currently 1,794. 
Um, in 2001, it was 2,200. So that's a decrease, I'd yeah. say. I mean, about we... 300 troopers. And then the ones that are on patrol, mm-hmm. in 2015, there were six, about 1,558. And in 2018, now 970. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a decline. In fact, it's a thirty eight percent decline. So now, do we know how much they're getting paid? Like, is the is there has there been a pay I decrease? I hope they're going to get has paid there... well because we need more of them, and money always entices people. That's for sure. Yeah. So hey, you know what? You didn't make it into the CPD, but join the Illinois State Troopers. Yeah. We actually pay more because please join us. Please join us. We promise you won't get hit by run cars. But see, this is the thing. Okay. Not all cops are bad. We all know that. Um, I think the main issue is training officers on being officers, right? Uh, and and protecting and serving. And uh, I guess it's potentially hard because it seems like a lot of officers are afraid to join because of the potential of of being in trouble. And maybe there's a a pay problem, or they don't want to die, or they're afraid to work in Chicago itself or in Illinois uh, in general. Uh, and that's that's a huge issue. That how the fuck do you fix that? That is a Other great question. Other than get more cops. I mean, well, that's the that's it. Get yeah. more cops. Because what they were finding was that twenty one districts would be able to station at least one trooper along all of the major gaps on the highways. Ow. Now this is not happening, so yeah. they're seeing an increase in reckless driving that has been occurring. So there's been a lot yeah. more accidents. There's been a lot more tickets that have been going yeah. on. But they don't have the troopers to facilitate. Everything. So when you see a a, co- a car going crazy down the road, and you're like, "Where are all the damn cops?" That's it's why. because there aren't any. <laughs> there literally are not any. Until so feel speak. free to drive fast now, folks. Nope, don't do that. No, don't, don't, don't. Because that's when a cop will pop. The out. rule is five to ten miles an hour over whatever the stated speed limit is. That is the general rule that we all agree upon. That is an unspoken agreement that we all, as individuals, but if you go beyond that. It's on you, bro. Mm-hmm. It's on you. And I will go at least three to two under you. So if you get caught first, I can slow down. That's right. Yeah. So one in- one other interesting thing it was I actually was driving to work the other day, and I got mad because my drive to work made me late, which is unusual. It took me about an extra 20 minutes. The reason why is because two cops had pulled over a car, and everybody, everybody slowed down, right? Yeah. It's it's that one joke you that I to. heard. Uh, this is not an original joke where they're saying, oh, the safari was so crowded today. I don't understand. Everybody's seen a hyena licking its balls before. Why don't they just move? It's one of those situations. But what I didn't know was Scott's Law. <laughs> Scott's Law is a current law on the books in the state of Illinois. And it's because there have been many violations where troopers have been killed by drivers. No kidding. It means you need to slow down and move over when seeing a state trooper on the side of the road. 16 troopers have been hit just this year in 2019 already. Not all of them have have died. And uh, Scott's Law was named after Chicago Fire Lieutenant Scott Gillen, who was inspecting a fire truck on the side of the road, and they got hit by a driver. So it's named after... Uh, Chicago Fire Lieutenant Scott Gillen. So thank you for his service. May he rest in peace. I'm glad that this law exists. I now will not be such a dick when it <laughs> when I'm doing a, I'm driving on the road. I understand it because now I understand why these things are the way they are. So make sure you move over or at least drive slowly when seeing a state trooper on the side of the road. 
I've been on the side of the road fixing a flat tire before. It is a scary endeavor. I can only imagine what it's like for our state troopers. So please, Chicago, be respectful of our Illinois state troopers. I, I will admit real quick, um, I don't, like, I think that's amazing, and I did not know that, and I don't think a lot of other people know about Scott's Law, because when a car is on fire on the side of the road, you slow down to look at it. Correct. So, uh, safety is probably a better reason, and I'll say that instead, mm -hmm. but yeah, I definitely, I, I'm definitely a passenger watcher, and I'll kind of just, like, be in the car, like, ooh, 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 ooh yep. Ooh, that car on fire. You got caught, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you in trouble. <laughs> you in trouble. Oh, we got trouble. Oh, we got trouble. Right here in River City. Right here in River City with a capital T, and that's the music, man. Okay, what they found is that new cadet classes are going to be starting up this week, and they are not at capacity. So, if you are an individual who is interested in mm -hmm. wanting to be part of law enforcement mm -hmm. of this state, mm -hmm. not going to say great state because mm -hmm. we're in debt and yeah, have many problems, but we're a state. Mm -hmm. You want to be part of the state troopers, go look them up. I'm sure there's going to be many, many new benefits that are coming around because one of the major issues was they're just doing too much paperwork. And people are like, I don't want to be at a desk all day. I want to be out patrolling. And it's like, yes, we need more patrollers. So now that's going to be happening. You're going to actually give tickets and stop people and do good for the world. So go look them up. Join our amazing Illinois state troopers. And uh, hopefully this will not be a problem moving into the into the future but at the very least we're gonna get some cool marketing videos out of it oh yeah so those will be exciting all right moving on in other yeah, nose rents are on the rise no what you mean to tell me things are going up in price and people are leaving the great city of chicago because of increasing property taxes and rents what? This can't be norm. Is Does this mean that Chicago is the only major metropolitan city in the whole country that still has a declining population rate? It can't be because of the increasing rents and the increasing property taxes. Can it, Norm? Can it? Can it? No, it can't be. That's because it is. No, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Didn't see that coming. So, yes, there are major issues in rents going up of course. throughout the entire city. DePaul's Institute of Housing Studies found that rents are going up, especially in Logan Square, which is where I live. And that's why we need a Logan mural. That's right, to remind everybody of how ridiculous the prices of rents are going and up. And then all the people Logan is killing, it's just right. rent. Just, <laughs> Instead of just, Logan, it's just a guy just, with scissor hands and with just, dollar just bills coming out. dollar bills everywhere. Da, 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 da. Like, this is all your rent. <laughs> you don't have money, it's no all money going to us. Yeah. <laughs> Get Johnny Depp with scissor hands. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, um, affordable rent technically is classified as $940 typically or about 30% of whatever your salary is. So the way, the way they figured out $940 a month is because the average mean salary is about $37,500 per year. So that's where they get that number from. Okay. The problem is a lot of rents are not $940. Are they not. are definitely above the $1,000 mark. I know I'm currently looking for a new place and I know because I'm... That's what I'm having to do. From 2015 to 2017, they reviewed low-income renters, and that dropped from about 159,000 to 130,000, which is an 18% decrease. That means that 19,000 people stopped looking for rent in these areas. They moved elsewhere, either to the burbs or out of state, definitely out of the city, or they moved north where the rents were more in line with what they were looking for, which is what I'm actually having to do uh, as well. So... 
um, what they found was that the shortage of affordable housing is, um, uh, is is because there's a huge supply issue, particularly for the neighborhoods of neighborhoods of Jefferson Park, Avondale, Logan Square, Albany Park, Portage, and Irving Park, hmm. where they saw 10% declines in housing opportunities that constitute as affordable housing. Okay, well, real quick, is there actually anything in Portage? I don't really know. I, don't I really mean, I've driven there. past Portage. Yeah, and Portage starts and then kind of ends. I, I assume there's, there's something in Portage, okay? So I'm not knocking on Portage, but I'd love to know what it is. <laughs> Yeah, same, so, <laughs> exactly. For to, to not have people living there because right. Right. it should be pretty fucking cheap, right? It should be, but it isn't, apparently. Okay. Or there's just less opportunities. Yeah. There's not as much demand. It makes sense. I mean, there's not much supply for the demand yeah. that is there. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Obviously, they're putting in brand new uh, apartment complex across from, on Milwaukee, across from like the Owl, which I have frequented more times than I would care to like in, to admit, but... There's a big new area complex that's going to be built over there. And it's going to have a Target and all this stuff, which seems a little ridiculous. But that is what it is. And what they found is that there are a lot of two- and four-unit complexes uh, that are being torn down. And there being more complexes that are being built now are like luxury places that are built for like single families and things like that. So the ability for individuals to like I currently do now living with two roommates to do something like that at an affordable rate have been on the decline. So mm-hmm. there's it's basic economics. There's yep. a high demand, there's a low supply, so that means prices go up. That's what that means. When there's a high supply and there's a low demand, that means that prices typically go down. Microeconomics 101 folks or macroeconomics 101 I suppose. But that is the main issue here and I'm really not entirely certain what's to be done but the I'm, I'm not making this name up the Bickerdike Redevelopment Corporation that's what it I'm sure I'm pronouncing that right it's a veteran non-profit developer is proposing a seven story building on Kedzie and Emmett and it's mm. going they're going to be building a lot of two and three unit bedroom locations about a hundred and it's going to be specifically for lower income families the alderman of the 35th ward which is of Logan Square uh, Ramirez Rosa. Ramirez Rosa. Uh, is looking over the proposal from the. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, contention there about mm-hmm. what they're going to do. So Ramirez Rosa. I just want to say. Yeah, I just want to say the name in funny ways. Sorry. Ramirez Rosa is currently looking into it, and we're going to see what happens. I know I have a couple of buddies who are getting into some affordable housing complexes out in Lincoln Park, so they're popping up all over yeah. all over the place because people are like, "Yo, we're leaving because this shit too high. Yeah. I can't pay this shit no more." So can you please just you know lower the the rents, please, <laughs> so I can actually you know live. I mean, now we have it was the uh, small local businesses for uh, you know local owners who lived in the area, and they got pushed out because they couldn't afford the rent, and now it's going to actual units and and people who live in them they can't afford it, so they're leaving. Like fuck, in South Carolina, I paid six hundred dollars for a two bedroom. Like it's it's bad here. Yeah, like, it's... and we're not even really trying because they'll be like, oh, we'll just knock it down and put a train up or something, and we'll knock it down and. and 
make an expensive pop a target in there, and then some rich assholes will, will pay right. for it. Yeah, exactly. and then they don't. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't want to live here either. That's right. Like, it just explains why there's such a decline in population in the city when there's massive corruption. Mm-hmm. The needs of the people, particularly in the west and south sides, are not being met. There's rising property taxes. If you own a place, there's rising rent prices, so you can't even rent in the city. Business, although seemingly doing well, doesn't is having an issue just filling the slots. So even though business is doing well, they're finding that there are not enough qualified applicants to even fill the positions that are available. So, you know, why live in Chicago? Because it's the best damn city in the whole wide world. But there's also just an issue with all of those things. So we'll see how this plays out. I'm sure we'll have some more information about that coming up. But Norm, another big issue for the city in utter news are feral cats. Yes. Yes, feral cats. So Chicago has 200,000 feral cats. We embrace them. Roaming the streets. The solution? Colony caretakers. What? You know, just good people who take in lots of feral cats and colonize them. I submit my name for tribute. <laughs> they create what is called a cat colony or a CC. A CC. A CC. <laughs> and it's not what you do with the emails. It's a different type of CC. And it's called a cat colony. Oh, so these wait. people trap the cats and keep them until they are neutered and then release. What they call a TNR. Trap, neuter, release. Can I can I be a BCC, a black cat colonist? Yes. yes. You can be a BCC. I love I'm going to be a BCC. He's a BCC. <laughs> I'm a BCC. He's a BCC. <laughs> And then you could do the TNR. So you're a BCC doing the TNR, baby. Uh, they do not kill cats anymore. They release them back into the wild. <laughs> release them back. It's catch and release, just like on our southern border. So it's... <laughs> yeah. So we catch the cats in the city and release them into the... What wild? The urban wild. <laughs> the urban streets of hard Chicago. Just drop them off them the cats, park. yo. It's like, it's like the movie Aristocrats. There'd be some... <laughs> There'd be some gangster cats out there, though. Just drop them off in Logan Square. Yes. Yeah, just leave them there. Yes. And that's the thing. But none of these... The interesting thing is these people, these colony caretakers, mm-hmm. the CCs who take care of the CCs, so the CCCCs, it's like <laughs> old Soviet Union where they had all the Cs. What, an extra one? Oh, man. The you enjoy C's. yourself too much. <laughs> <laughs> the CCCCs. Um, anyway, so these colony caretakers, they don't get any funding. So they're just paying for all the neutering themselves. And that's like $50 to $150, depending on the cat. And depending on how many cats they have, I mean, some of these people have like upwards of 10 plus cats that they're trapping and putting in their homes and taking care of until they get neutered. That's, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, God bless these people. Right. But that's a hell of an expense and they're not getting any subsidies for this. So God bless any of you who, if you are currently... A uh, colony caretaker, please message us. We'd love to talk with you and learn about what it actually entails to be to, to run a cat colony. That's phenomenal. And then Norm's going to join your ranks oh, and be a definitely. BCC. Pizza. Because you already have some cats, right? Oh, I have one cat. Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. Is it neutered? Yeah, of course. Just like Bob Barker, always neuter and spade your pets, folks. Although he's mostly for dogs, yeah, but cats yeah, too. Yeah, but... Well, there's a reason why they're doing that. It's because... Roaming cats seem to be a problem. So there's actually there's actually a debate where people this is this seems weirdly. I, I gotta say I think there are some people on one particular side of the aisle that happen to be uh, hypocritical mm-hmm. in their stances on things. That's true. And that is, you know, we support all life. So instead of killing the cats, 
they're saving them and neutering them, so they're no longer an issue. But now there are people who are saying, no, kill the cats because they're killing other animals. There's too many cats. This is a legitimate thing. Roaming cats equal a problem because they're killing birds and other small animals. A 2013 report by the Tribune found that feral cats are killing about 4 billion birds and 22 billion small animals annually. Really? 200,000 cats are killing 26 billion with a B yeah. animals? What the fuck are these cats doing? They're little mini wolverines. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're just murking birds. The mural is now cats with claws that chopping up money and better. small animals and people I'd all at that. the same time. I'd be into that. Jesus Christ. But what are small animals? I like that it's saying small animals. You mean fucking rats. And yeah. that's okay. Right. I don't know. It's don't squirrel, whatever. You mean goddamn rats. Yeah, kill this them is all. the <laughs> ultimate story of Tom versus Jerry. Okay? Let it go. If it's you gotta know? kill a rat, it's gotta kill a rat. Right. It's okay. Jesus. If the rat gets away, then the rat lives another day. It's alright. Well, people want to kill the cats. Apparently this lady, Judy Pollock of the Chicago Audubon Society. Jangle. What? Not killing cats mean other animals die. What is this, the Hunger Games for, other for animals. animals? It's like the cats are on opposite sides and all the other animals or the other <laughs> districts. Mean, They're just like killing everything. What is going on here? Other, I love that she leaves it so bland. Other animals will die. Seriously. 40,000 feral cats have been neutered through these uh, colony caretakers. 10,000 just the last year in 2018. The If you want to support... Now, if you want to support uh, people who are these colony caretakers, you can look up, and we'll try and look this up and post the link, but look up the Treehouse Humane Society. They have about 1,200 yeah. people working, and they support about 4,000 cats. You can donate. We'll, we'll share the link. But this, uh, it's, I just found this to be an interesting story because I know you had a cat, and yeah. I have seen cats roaming the streets. And cats They're Yeah. So, you know, if you, if you, again, if there's anybody out there who is actually a colony caretaker, has a cat colony, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Please message us, Chicago60, S-I-X-T-Y, at gmail.com, or leave us a message on our Facebook or Instagram. Let us know what it's about. We'd love to have you on the podcast, learn more about this situation, and get you support. And also, anybody from the Treehouse Humane Society, we'd love to have them on and learn more about their work and support them as well. Because I don't want to see cats die, but... Look, there's a lot oh, of rats weird. and cats, and you know, that's and weird. I mean, catch them all and then neuter them and then release them. Like that's fine, or take them out to a big yard somewhere. They'll figure it out. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, moving right along in other news, a few more stories to go here, folks, before we get to our favorite segment of the week. I really want this one. We'll keep this one quick because it's just I just mm -hmm. find it hilarious. Uh, hilarious. Pritzker, Davy Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, is in some hot water in a toilet. Because he removed toilets from his Astor Street mansion. The reason why he did so was to make the home uninhabitable so he could avoid paying property taxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just remove the toilets because you can't shit in a house without a toilet. This is uninhabitable. Make it gross. Particularly a nice one. Like a mansion. Like a mansion. He removed toilets from a mansion. Then later he paid the $330,000 that he would have owed anyway because he didn't want it to be a burden on the campaign trail. Get the fuck out of here, dude. He almost was Jagoff of the Week for this. He almost was. He almost was. But we have another better Jagoff. Mr. President, I gotta pee. Uh, ooh, mm, sorry. Sorry, there's no, there's no You gotta way. go outside for that shit. Find a tree. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm assuming you put an outhouse somewhere, right? Oh my, no, no, they just removed them all. They they have not been contacted by any law enforcement, but a, the inspector huh. general has made a report saying that this was a major violation, and now it's in Kim Fox's office. <laughs> so you know that means it's dead in the water. And uh, now what's funny is that Republicans are using this to to try and block his new tax plan to get to a graduated tax versus uh, away from oh, the flat tax on. saying that because he doesn't even pay his own taxes properly that how can we entrust him with a new tax plan man if you don't use the fucking pocket. genius <laughs> fucking genius as far as i'm concerned i don't think it's the best strategy but hilarious that they're going i mean they really have there's got to be more on this guy there's plenty on jb pritzker but they're using the fact he removed toilets <laughs> what are you nuts uh, but it's, it is also hilarious that he removed toilets to avoid taxes. So anybody out there who owns property, to avoid paying city tax, remove your toilets and then and put them back in after the tax season is concluded. You got a Easy. billion name Just after shit in you, the like. hole directly. Into the pipe directly. It will help your dexterity because you'll really learn how to get in the hole, as they say. Yeah, I know. So we'll move right along yeah. into another story. <laughs> Keeping along in the theme of uh, corruption, though, this one is actually a legitimate uh, story that I found. The people should know about this, and that involves the Cook County Circuit Clerk's Office. So I did not know this, but apparently there has been a pay-for-play allegation going on at the Cook County Circuit Courts, uh, City Clerk's Office, which has been run by Dorothy Brown. She is the Cook County Circuit Clerk, and she's been doing it for almost two decades, and apparently the contention is, and they have a lot of evidence, and this has now gone to grand jury indictments, and all, all it may end up going to trial. They brought in all kinds of associate clerks and people that have worked for her, and there's texts and all kinds of things that suggest that in order to work in the Cook County Circuit Clerk's office, you just needed to pay a fee, and then you could get a position there. Which, for those who don't know, is illegal. You can't do that. So a little bit of information. Uh, she's been under investigation actually for five years, but she has never been charged. She has had an a, uh, assistant or an associate clerk by the name of Bina Patel, who just at the beginning of the week when I read about this story, she was under indictment. Now, at the end of the week, I just read that she has now been uh, has been indicted and has pled guilty or, or have been convicted, I should say, on three counts of perjury. So that's not good for her. And basically, there was – so there's an example that uh, there was – what was his name? Um, this is going to be blank space. Blank space in the – in the, I'm, and I'm trying to find his name. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm looking through my all my notes. I should have them. I need. I think I need glasses because I need to be able to see this larger. But basically, what ended up happening there was they there was a guy who wanted a position, and so they funneled money into a goat company. Yeah. For fifteen thousand mm -hmm. dollars, and goats. that they then transferred over into their own private company, mm -hmm. and then the guy ended up started working there. Just hey, another quick example <laughs> was uh, Bina Patel's brother, who is now deceased gave a 2,275-foot property to the Browns, who then put the property in their name and transferred it to a corporation called the Sankofa Group, which is a for-profit company that they own, and then, which they paid, so they paid nothing for the property, then they put it under their company name, and then they ended up selling that property for $100,000.
So basically, they just got a free $100,000 for getting a property. Okay. So there's all kinds, yeah, there's all kinds of things that are going on. FBI has been in here seizing their phone records back in 2015. Um, they had uh, the uh, one of the friends of the Patels, who's an architect, paid $5,000. Then she wanted uh, uh, to be promoted, so she paid another $5,000. And there was text messages corresponding where she said she's going to take care of it. And then Dorothy Brown ended up doing that they had uh all just there's there's text where it says oh i hear the going rate in the cook county circuit clerk's office is about fifteen thousand dollars to get a position just all kinds of stuff like this has been going on yeah. it's just you know it's just another situation where there's all kinds of corruption going on in the city of chicago that you don't even know about but if you want to work in the cook county circuit clerk's office i hear the going rate is ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars yeah sounds so. pretty fucking nice don't message Bina Patel, though, because she going to jail. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. Also, was going to make them jag off to the week, but we thought this was such a substantial enough story to talk about. But, I mean, what, you know, this is the circuit clerk's office. A lot of things that go on for the city go through this office. And there's just been, like, no, you don't even have to have any credentials. You just need to pay. That's, this is, like, it's not even depotism. Despotism. Despotism. Despotism? Despotism? Despotism. Somebody tell me what's right. No. I don't remember. Des- Pretty sure despotism. Destitutinal. No. Destitutinal? What? Destitutinal. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. But, speaking of corruption, I kind of want to bring a topic that is, uh, is really plaguing Chicago right now. It's an issue that's been going on for at least a good two to three months, and I kind of have a problem with it. So... I don't know if uh, most Chicagoans probably uh, are involved in it, but um, if you've ever been involved with Monopoly uh, with Joel Osco, yeah, um, these guys are crooks, okay? I pay so much money to Joel Osco just so I can get a boat. Because if you, <laughs> if you don't see, there's $100,000 cash or a boat. And all I want is the boat. and Or uh, a pair of was a pair of jet skis, which, wait, it says a pair of jet skis, but they're riding Sea-Doo's. I don't know, that's really fucking confusing on their part. But I'm working so hard. Today, you know what, today I picked up one of the tickets off of uh, a dirty bus floor because I was jonesing because I saw it and I thought maybe it could be the ticket. Maybe it could be the one. I Last night I watched my girlfriend flirt with the cashier. Not in a real way, but she let him mansplain how to make cake. And I mean, she can make cake. I mean, look at me. Let, her, let him mansplain to her how to make cake just so he could just kind of fiddle away a few extra tickets. This is an addiction that we have to beat. So my suggestion for the city and for everyone involved, if you are out there playing Monopoly, send them to me. I can save you one piece at a time. I will be your savior and help you out. Send me all of your tickets. If you have tickets, just kind of, e- you can email or just message us. Let us know. If I get a boat, you can be on said boat. And then we will break a bottle of champagne off of said boat with a mini boat and us holding a little Monopoly ticket. That's what'll happen. So, just letting you know, if you want to break this addiction, it takes one step. You have to admit your problems first. Admit that you have an addiction. Admit that you have to... Step one. You have an issue. It's the first step. And I want to help you. Send me your tickets, and I'll be there for you. You heard it here, Chicago. Send Norm your tickets. Message us, and we will get everybody on the boat. If you help 
fund this effort. You are on the boat with us, and we will do a live podcast on the boat as we crash the champagne bottle on the boat. So message us. Help us out. Get us a grand party on a boat. We'll all have a grand old time. And we're not just talking Jewel Oscar. We're talking uh, Amigos, Vons, Albertson, Safeway, Randalls, Market Safety, uh, Pavilion, Shaw, Stars, Cars, which is just pretty much Safeway, Tom Thumb, United Supermarkets, Acne, and Eagle. If any of those ring a bell to you because they all sound fake to me, please, by the way. All right. And with that, it's time for Sports. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One last quick story before our favorite segment of the week. And this weekend was the NFL Draft. And we got to talk about the Bears. Okay? The Bears got a couple of picks. Now, we made fun last week for the Jack of the Week of Ryan Pace who said, Guys, the real rounds are in the day two and day three. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock, because we didn't have any first round picks. That's okay. We got Cleo Mack. I'm okay with it. But don't bullshit us, Ryan Pace, okay? That's why you were the Jagoff last week. But the Bears did really, really well in this year's draft. They got a grade of an A. They got an A. I'm so proud of the Bears for getting an A in the NFL draft, okay? I was drinking, so I don't know what I got, but I prepared a list. Oh, good. <laughs> so the list, your new Chicago Bears are. In round three, we got David Montgomery running back from Iowa State. Now, this guy is a replacement for Jordan Howard, who we just traded to the Eagles. Bastards in Philadelphia. Nobody likes Philly fans. Just an FYI, Chicago fans are definitely way better. Now, we gave up several draft picks to move up in order to get this guy because we needed a really good replacement, and this guy looks like he's the real deal. We posted a video of his highlights on the Chicago 60 page. If you've not gone and see it, go check him out. He looks good. We got Yeah, he, he looks fast, and he's a power back, so he's, he's the workhorse. Uh, Tariq Cohn is the shifty speed back. He's great, but he cannot carry the ball more than like maybe 15 times, and that's generous, maybe 10 to 15 times a game. We need a, a serious back that like Jordan Howard used to be, but he's just too slow and he couldn't catch. So this guy can catch out of the backfield. He can run really hard. He can carry a workload. He was a force at Iowa State, so he looks like he was a good pickup. So um, they, they, the Bears got a high grade for getting him. So David Montgomery, welcome to the Bears. Nope. Don't be a dick. Be a ditka. Now, we also got in the fourth round, Ry- uh, Riley Ridley, wide receiver from Georgia. Now, this guy looks, I, we also posted his highlights. He also looks phenomenal. The interesting thing was the everybody, NFL and, and people in, Chicago, in the Tribune and Chicago sports have all been saying the Bears got a steal in this round because this guy was projected as a round two pick. And he fell all the way to the fourth, which makes me a little nervous, but I'll take it if everybody's saying it was a steal. I saw his highlights. He looks good. We also already have another wide receiver from Georgia, Javon Wims. So Javon Wims and Riley, Riley Ridley played together. Now they're going to be playing together again. So that's kind of exciting. And uh, the, this, this makes for a very exciting core of offensive weapons that Mitchell Trubisky now has. I'm The receiver core now and the running, I'm, it's, it's looking yummy. So uh, I'm excited to go back to training camp and uh, talk to the fans and see what they think. But let us know, Bears fans, what you're thinking as I'm reading these off or after I'm done. i got a couple more picks here. We also got in round six, Duke Shelley, quarterback out of Kansas State. Now, he's a straight replacement for Bryce Callahan. Bryce Callahan was amazing this past season, but then he got injured towards the end of the season. His contract came up, and the Bears said, ah, you were too good. We can't afford you. Goodbye. So this guy is basically the slot corner. He's... 
He's small, so he's not like he can't be a, a, a true cornerback, but he's perfect for the slot. He's got a lot of good intangibles. He's got great hands. I saw some highlights for him as well. He looks really, really good. So he's specifically drafted to fill the slot corner need that we have. Now, Sharon McManus was in there, I believe, and he looked pretty good filling in for Bryce Callahan. But we still need somebody to compliment Prince Mukamara and Kyle Fuller in the slot. And uh, this guy, Duke Shelley, looks like the guy. So welcome to the Bears. We also have, in round seven, the last two picks, we got a guy named Kareth White, who's another running back from Florida Atlantic University. And the reason why we picked him is because he's fucking lightning. Uh, he ran a 4.38 40-yard dash. Man, I'd love to uh, see yeah. him like a mural of him fucking lightning. Yep, that would be. He That'd is be actually, actually the Flash. So, yeah. so he will probably get you know every once in a while he'll probably get like a third down uh, carry and uh, probably be used in like the uh, probably for like some screen plays and things like that. Um, that's that's pretty freaking quick. And the other guy, the last pick we got was Steven Denmark. Yes, like the country, like the Danes and Vikings, the show. On the History Channel. Uh, they don't plug us. No, or no, no. We don't get any if advertisements. Did, but it would be amazing. That would be crazy. Yeah. Uh, but he's a cornerback from Valdosta State. I don't know where the hell that is. But the reason why we drafted him because he's big. He's a big old boy. He's six foot three, 220 pounds, and still ran a 4.46 40-yard dash. So, uh, yeah. He fast. That, he fast and he, he big. He, he a big, fast big. boy. He a big, fast boy. He a big, fast boy. I'm sure he's got muscles that have muscles that smile because they have other arms with muscles. So, <laughs> yeah, think of that image. So, anyway, that rounds out your draft class for this year. Now, why do we have so few picks? It's because we traded for Cleo Mack to the, from the Oakland Raiders, and that was the best decision. I, I think most Chicagoans and Bears fans can agree that was fine. I'm fine with not having a first-round pick. We got a really high draft. We got an A overall for all these picks. I think picking up the running back was a major need. Another receiver was a major need. So I think overall, and cornerbacks, we, we lost a couple of good cornerbacks. Every other position is pretty good right now. All of our linemen are healthy and are quite good. There's no reason for anything. So I think they got exactly what they needed. I think good job, Ryan Pace. Good job, Matt Nagy. Da, Nagy. Good job, guys. So that's your new Bears. Super excited to see them in training camp. Let us know what you think about the Bears draft in the comments below on Facebook and on YouTube when we post it. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, everybody at the CBTC, Tim Shanley, Bear Mysterio, the Bear Man, everybody, let us know what you think. We'd love to have a conversation about it. I will say one thing, as a person who just plays Madden and does not really watch uh, football until it's important, um, all these names sound fucking fake. <laughs> they don't sound like real people This at is a all. Key and Peele skit. <laughs> like, they sound like fake names completely. Mm -hmm. But no, that's all. Demarius Jaquarius Contarius. <laughs> <laughs> Rid Skittlemonger. <laughs> But Shanks McGilligally. <laughs> That's pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Norm. It's now time for our favorite time of the week. It's time for the Jaguars of the Week. Now, we had a lot of contenders this week, but there was one that beat out all of the other ones. And it is this lady who worked for Garrett's Popcorn. Her name is Aisha Putnam. Now, what happened here is that Good Aisha girl. got fired mm -hmm. from Garrett's Popcorn. Now, why is this significant? Why are we talking why? about this particular why? person? Because she was the VP, Vice President of Research and Development mm -hmm. at yep. Garrett's Popcorn. Why back. is that significant? Why? Because only three people only in the three. entire company, three, which is ironically named Caramel Crisp. Caramel Crisp. That's the actual company name that they're legally 
It's Carol Caramel Crisp. Well, not Garrett's popcorn. Got to name something. Name it something. Garrett's right? popcorn also bought Fandango mints. I called on them as a sales rep for one. <laughs> That's neither here nor. I digress. But Caramel Crisp, which owns Garrett's popcorn, mm-hmm. this woman Aisha Putnam right, was the VP of Research and Development. Now that is significant because only three people in the entire company three know the trade secrets and recipes of all of the different varieties of Garrett's popcorn, which is a Chicago staple. Food that tourists hog so us Chicagoans can't get in the damn store. Stinks up the streets. Yes, it does, but it's so good. It really is so good. Oh, my God. God, It's so good. But this lady, Aisha Putnam, Mm -hmm. who is one of three, the only other person is the vice president of the company and the CEO of the company, know the trade secrets and the recipes of said popcorn. And they fired her ass. And they fired her ass. And you know what this bitch did? She damn stole the recipes. Right put it on a like, USB drive and just walked just out the left. door. She just left. Some she said, alias shit. Fuck you. Like, like just, just snuck out and she just mission out. impossible that shit. Now, one one could say that the uh, people at Garrett's Popcorn and Caramel Crisp got a little angry. And so they filed a lawsuit against her. Yeah. Because she stole 5,000 secret documents. 5,000? About the recipes, the pricing. The distributor, distributors, the suppliers, everything. And they said, yeah, if you leak this information, we're pretty much done. The whole reason why we're so amazing is because of all these secrets and you're going to ruin it. And then she ended up, <laughs> she, she did sign a non-disclosure agreement, but she took all the documents anyway. And her lawyer says, this is legitimate, a, legitimately a quote that her lawyer said. According to Aisha Putnam's lawyer, lawyer uh, she said, quote, she said she didn't release any information and that should be good enough, end quote. Sure, lady. <laughs> okay. I think all Chicagoans should rest assured that the documents have been returned. And it appears that our beloved Garrett's popcorn is not going to be manufactured and or uh, 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 replicated by any weird Chinese investors. Because <laughs> you know China is the one who's been... Let us, let us have it. We will replicate it. <laughs> They're oh, doing oh everything God. already, right? Uh, the replicators, the Chinese. And... Um, so we're all good there. This lady seems like she might be able to get out of it because she got. But I think she's still gonna have some shit to deal with. But just that quote from the lawyer, like she said, she didn't do anything. That's good enough. It's like right. no, it ain't. No, uh, it is not. I mean, but the fact that she she took it and then returned it, she still has a copy. She has a few copies. Yeah. I mean, if she's smart enough to have access to it, my guess is she's smart enough to memorize certain recipes. The smart part would be to um, go online and put it as a uh, oh uh, as a recipe. But Just first, you have to like anonymous do, popcorn like, recipe. Uh, I would put a, a fake name on it with a fake picture and just do like a large, like a few paragraphs of how you came up with the idea and how you know how you'd gone through your life and you had had some troubles. And then one day you just thought, Oh, I want to replicate Garrett's popcorn. And then you put the recipe at the bottom with all the trade secrets exactly, like just all of it. And then be like, Thank you, tell me if you like my stuff, it'd be great. Yeah, anyway, Aisha Putnam, you're a jag off. Why are you stealing Chicago's popcorn's greatest thing? But oh, and it died. But you're also amazing. <laughs> but, you're but you're also, also amazing. amazing. Uh, anyway, so our Facebook Live just died for everybody on the iTunes who will listen to this, so that's, that's going to be sad for everybody who's watching that. But anyway, Aisha Putnam, you're a jag-off, and that's why you're the jag-off all the week. Now, for everybody on the podcast, that concludes the podcast. podcast. And before we let you all go, we have to, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, say our favorite phrase, Oh!
down and, and fuck, fuck the Packers. Packers. See you next week, everybody. If you liked what you saw, please be sure to go to our Facebook page at Chicago 60, spelled out S-I-X-T-Y. Like us there. Like follow us there. Follow us go there. to YouTube. Type in YouTube. Chicago 60, Chicago 60. 60, and subscribe. Because if you do not subscribe, you will miss out on a lot of new and bonus content that we will be coming out with in the near future. So please go and subscribe so you can get to that content. It will only be for YouTube subscribers. You can also find us on Instagram at Chicago underscore 60. That's 60. You can follow us there as well. We'll be doing some other promotions in the near future that only our Instagram followers will be privy to. So go follow us on everything and you will be 100% caught up. And once again, we appreciate you listening. Bear down and fuck the Packers. Goodbye, everybody.